Well, we're here in the media room at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Joining me is a friend and colleague of mine, PC Carroll, who is very close to the Conor McGregor camp and uh, covers the sport for various outlets: the Irish Mirror, Fightland, Severe MMA. Um, PC, what you, first off, what was your initial reaction when you saw what happened in the Oscar Night Main event? I think the, the thing that really shocked me was uh, when when the uh, jab cross combination started connecting with Connor, and I started seeing him move him back, and I knew that he was hurt. I've never seen Connor hurt in my life. Never, never seen him. I've seen him lose. I've never seen him hurt. You know, and um, so to see him move him backwards like that and to shoot a takedown out of desperation is absolutely. Never, never thought I'd see. It. You know, just never have seen it. So never really expected it. Um, What's really shocking about it too is like you know this is nothing new that Diaz did there today. You know obviously this is his first time at 170, so you know the stopping power obviously obviously did hurt Connor. That's what happened. But for him to be found on the end of a jab cross combination after all of his boxing experience is quite sh- is quite shocking to me. Um, I think he was rocked. I think his energy was completely sapped. And uh, you know Nate Diaz did amazingly well. And it's it's just very it's very. Uh, I don't know, captivating the fact that uh, the UFC's anti-hero has, has, has ruined the UFC's golden boy, you know? Yeah, and obviously the natural thing for people to do in this situation, when you've got a character like Connor who puts himself out there to be shot at, yeah. eventually, as always happens, they have a little fall. Yeah. Now, the, the, you know, that doesn't mean that's the end of the story. The story now is one of rebuilding and seeing where he goes from here. He mentioned about going back down to 145. Before Saturday, it's Sunday morning now, but before Saturday, we were all talking about he was done at 145. You know, he would be mad to fight there again. Mm. So, obviously, you know, a defeat can change things around. What, what would you like to see him do? I think 55 is the best thing for him. Um, you know, he obviously is. It's very stressful for him to be getting down to 45, and that's why he's chose to go up the belt. But you know, it, it's a it's a nod to his business savvy that he never got rid of that featherweight title, isn't it? Because straight away after there, you know, he's talking about defending it now. But another thing that I noticed as well, he obviously learned something from Rousey's loss, like the fact that she didn't speak after the loss, the fact that she didn't get come to the press conference. She lost a lot of respect from a lot of people because of that. You see, Connor here did the interview in the cage straight away afterwards and he, and he was here today congratulating Nate Diaz on a job well done you know that, I think that's worth its weight in gold really um, you know and that's something that R- Rousey was certainly kind of dragged through the mud for when she didn't do that absolutely and, and for me personally obviously you know the big story is the defeat oh yeah but I think moving beyond that the big story for me is the way he's reacting to it and you see how some people react to a defeat and they curl themselves up in a ball. They don't want to talk to anybody. Connor was up there front and centre, and you could see. And he said himself he was heartbroken. Yeah. It's a very difficult thing to do. And um, you know, Holly was up there as well, but Holly didn't do a post fight on, on, in, the, in the octagon. Um, maybe that was because she was passed out. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they, yeah. They didn't want to do that. You know, as you know, that at the presser when she was talking about not tapping, Connor got very. His head went down low. I think that that's gonna. That's probably gonna hurt. Just the way that Holly. You know, went out and then straight after that, the fact that they're just right beside each other, yeah, yeah. their people are going to draw obvious comparisons there. I think I think that would be unfair, if I'm yeah. honest. Just, oh, yeah, I, I spoke would. to I spoke to a colleague of ours, Jeremy Botter, who yeah, yeah. sat next to me in final, and I asked him the question. I kind of knew what was going to come back, and he said to me, "The notion of deliberately not tapping when you're in a position where you know you're beat is just ludicrous." Yeah, yeah. Um, and as Holly said in that, she didn't think she was beat. Yeah, and she. 
that was a sign of perhaps of someone who hadn't yeah. been in that position very often. Um, Absolutely. Whereas Absolutely. Connor maybe is, is trained in those sorts of things a bit more often. He knew that he couldn't get out of it. And yeah. it's not a sign of, of weakness to, to to tap a submission if Absolutely you can't not, if you no. can't get out. It's a sign it's a sign of uh, intelligence. Knowing you're doing <laughs> Well it is, it is. But I mean um, you know they talk about the 145 pound championship and it looks as if that might be the next step for him initially um, what about that, Cowboy at 50 at 55 at UFC 200 I that like would that. be great but the question then centres around is he going to vacate happens. the title yeah and to vacate the title at this stage would be would, would that be a good business move that would be like throwing the baby out with the bathwater <laughs> right now I think if he if he can make 145 and that's the big question that we yeah. don't know I mean only him and John and you yeah. know the guys in his team really know that um, if, if he can make 145 do one more fight win then vacate at least he's vacate he's, 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 he's on an upward trajectory yeah. then, you know um, but yeah I mean Cowboy at 55 would make a lot of sense um, but I mean it's, it's such a difficult one but I mean obviously I'm, a, I'm, I'm an English journalist I occasionally uh, see my stuff uh, I occasionally see my stuff appearing uh, in the Irish in the Irish uh, press but you're you're covering the sport in Ireland full time pretty much you know you're you're someone who's very very close to this team in particular what do you think the the public reaction is going to be to this. I think it's. I think you're gonna have a lot. Like a lot of people don't like Connor, so you know they're gonna have a field day on this. We've already seen Aldo come out and do that kind of. I, I'm, you know, I can see kind of the sim, very similar to what Rousey really? happened to Rousey. Yeah, even from even from like the Irish public. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I mean, he's incredibly polarizing, Connor. You know, obviously he has way more fans than critics, but he has the people who don't like him hate him. Do you know what I mean? They don't like the way he carries on. They're always talking about how he's. You know, so insulting towards his opponents and also this would have been exactly what they would have wanted to see. So I'm sure they're going to be celebrating this, even though the countryman and a man who did things that, you know, we haven't seen any other Irish champion really ever do. They're probably going to throw him under the bus for this, unfortunately. Yeah, well, fingers crossed we, uh, you know, we see we see the next chapter. Obviously, it's not the chapter we were expecting. Yeah, we were yeah. expecting 145. 155 this weekend and yeah. then maybe 170 at 200 yeah. obviously all of that's gone out the window now that's but insane. you know it's, it's, it's a different chapter but um, hopefully I'm not out of a job you know <laughs> fingers crossed mate. fingers crossed but I mean you know it, it's not that the, it isn't game over for Connor it's just it's just a different route that to he's to be taking continued right to be continued great way to end <laughs> peace thanks a lot mate no problem